Um, so, my name's Will, obviously, uh, from Ireland. Huge soccer fan. I'm going to be uh, kind of paying attention to the World Cup. Um, so, yeah. How about you, Lee? Where are you from and who do you support? Um, I'm actually uh, from Wales, but um, for about 15 years now, I've been a season ticket holder at Manchester United. Okay. Um, so, yes, I've travelled to a lot of football matches home and abroad. I've um, seen a lot of players, a lot of teams, some good ones, some bad ones. Yeah. So, um, yes, hopefully you'll, I can help with the uh, podcast and uh, make a valuable contribution. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to be talking about the, the World Cup uh, this year. So, um, looking to try and get a podcast going actually during the World Cup. So, I said I'd come on here to anchor and see if um, there's potential co-hosts or people to talk to about the World Cup, if nothing else. Um, so, obviously, Wales didn't make it this year. So, who are your picks for for this upcoming tournament? <laughs> um, I'm not sure if I would pick Wales anyway, um, even if they didn't make it. Um... That's more of a heart over head issue um, for, for myself. Um, knocked up by the Irish, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't make it either. So <laughs> yes, and, and uh, unfortunately fell to uh, to Christine Arrington in Denmark. Um, I'm a Spurs fan as well, so it was a heartbreak moment to see him score a hat trick against my home nation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, fantastic football, all the same. Um, yeah, absolutely. My uh, my picks as it goes will probably. It's hard to look past Brazil for me mm-hmm. because they're very, they've got a all, good all-round team now. Um, they, they struggled with a bit of um, steel before, I feel, but they've got that now in midfield with Fred, Fernandinho, um, yeah. both good players. They, they can sort of uh, patrol the midfield and allow the forward players to, to express themselves. And we know the ability of, of the Brazilian forward players. Um, yeah. No. So the question, the big question mark, I suppose, is over Neymar for them, um, mm-hmm. and whether he'll be fit or not. Um, the training. The, my other option then for coming into Europe, I, I like Spain, um, I like Spain, but uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. It's in Russia, so it might favour the European teams, mm-hmm. um, but for me. Um, I'll put my neck on the line and say, uh, I think Brazil might win the World Cup in 2019. Absolutely. Uh, just getting back to the um, Spain, who do you think they're going to start up front? Is it uh, Diego Costa or Alvaro Morata for you? Um, I think Costa has to play, um, in my opinion, just because um, Morata's obviously gone through a tough time. Um, he, lost, he, lost his best, he lost his best friend not that long ago. Um, you know, he, he doesn't seem. I know he scored on the weekend, but he doesn't seem the player he was in October and November. Um, yeah, to be struggled a little bit. Um, my personal choice would be Costa. I think he's playing well for Atletico. I believe he played tonight against Arsenal in the Europa League semi-final. I assume. Um, so yeah, I would. I would start with Costa. That would be. That would be my option. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, didn't know about Murata losing a good friend. Obviously, that might explain some of his uh, different form, his head elsewhere. But he kind of came into Chelsea and kind of started really well. Uh, obviously, he was kind of more of a bench player for Real and Juve in previous seasons. So he looked to kind of take to starting for Chelsea quite well. Um, but then, obviously, you've got Diego Costa, who gets a lot of hate from a lot of, a lot of fans. Uh, but when he's on your team, he's... 
the guy you love to hate. Absolutely, um, he's, he's a he's a fantastic centre forward, and um, and I've I've watched him uh, well probably about four or five times live maybe. Um, so right. Okay. He's, uh, and he's he is a he's a real handful for defenders, and um, yeah, Morata was very good this year. Um, when I went to watch at Stamford Bridge, when he scored the only goal of the game against Manchester United, he played well okay. that day. Um, and we all thought, oh, as a Manchester United fan, Lukaku, Morata, you know, have we made the right choice? But um, I think sure. as the season's gone on. I think Morata, um, unfortunately, a couple of injuries. Um, there was claims that he was a bit tired, and then obviously. Um, the incident with his friend is very sad and as you said I think mm-hmm. the different form we're seeing now I don't think that'll be enough for him to start for Spain um, come the World Cup but he'll be, he can still have a big impact off the substitute bench he's still, he's still a very good footballer so. Absolutely yeah, yeah no, it's great to have uh, options and you know a kind of selection decision to be made by the, the manager of two great players because uh, I know Ireland will be crying out for uh, a new striker now that Rabbi Keane has gone by the bye and Shane Long can't really seem to get a goal for, for Southampton. Um, but just looking at the odds uh, for your two selections, so Brazil are joint favourites along with Germany at 4.5 to 1, and Spain are fourth favourites at 5.5 to 1. Um, does that kind of change your thinking in, in any ways? Um, or No, no, not, not particularly. I, I think the thing is with the tournament football, you know, it's 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 very difficult because a team can play so well for the three group games, the last sixteen, um, or the quarterfinals, and then all of a sudden you have a bad day in the in the in the semi final or something, and, you, and you're out. You know, that's mm-hmm. that tournament football. You, it's you know, Portugal won the Euros in 2016. Um, I don't think they won a group game. I think yeah, through all their group. Anyway, I think they drew all their group games. I don't think they, I think Wales were the only team they actually beat within normal time in the whole tournament. So, right. um, you know, I'm not going to win it, but tournament football's like that. It's don't be surprised if a if a if a ten or fifteen to one chance comes in. You know, just because a bit bit of luck um, and a couple of good games, and all of a sudden you could be in the semi final or the final. Absolutely, yeah. So just kind of looking, I've got the odds open here in front of me uh, just to kind of help with the debate a bit. Uh, so we're t- kind of talking about the the 10 or 15 to 1 team. So Argentina there at 9 to 1, Belgium at 10 to 1, England at 16 to 1. Uh, any of those teams float your boat? Um, not particularly. Um, Argentina do have Messi. That's... Yeah. The Messi factor can't be ignored, but he has lost three finals in a row. Yes, absolutely, yes. Um, you know, um, for me, you know, the greatest player I've ever seen play football. Um, um, I think um, an absolute, oh, just just a gem. You know, you, 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 when he retires, people, he'll be sorely missed. He'll be sorely missed. Um, I think, um, yeah, the Messi factor can't be ignored. And... Um, um, so I just think that um, I just think that um, the other teams England no I don't think so and mm-hmm. um, and uh, the other team Belgium 
no, not for me. Um, good, good squad, but no. Yeah, not with um, Martinez as manager. Obviously, had a, a tough time at Everton to try and organise the defence. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does with um, I'm a Spurs fan, so he's got uh, Toby Adamerald and Yann Vertonghen there. So uh, two great centre backs. So yeah, um, a good squad. Foundation. A good squad, Belgium. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but um, I just don't feel you have enough experience at the level to uh, yeah to make it count. Yeah. Um, so that, that and England, I just again. Um, not, I'm not English, neither, neither are you. But um, and this is not me being biased. I just don't think they have enough mm-hmm. in the World Cup. rank outsiders. Um, just looking down the list here. Obviously, uh, Mosala has been tearing it up for Liverpool, and his outsider also in uh, the World Cup. Uh, they're 150 to one. <laughs> um, I think they're, I think they're that price for a reason. Um, yeah. Um, despite. The miraculous Mo Salah. Um, I don't know any other word to use. To be honest, it's, it's, no one expected what what he's produced. And credit to the boy. Um, Absolutely an unbelievable season for him. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. You know, you I don't know what you'd get for a maybe a quarter final. It's it's it remind it's if they can defend well, they probably maybe have a chance um, at a at a maybe a last eight place. With with him, with the ability he's got to score a goal at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. He's got the golden touch. Um, just kind of looking at the rest of the squad, they've pretty much only got El Nani uh, of Arsenal and Higazi from West Brom as kind of recognised players yeah. in, in this part of the world. So um, I think part of what made Wales so great is that they had obviously Gareth Bale, a, a world star, but then they had um, a good kind of Premier League kind of Working Abs- off of absolutely. Go yeah. back to that uh, particular Wales team with Ramsey and Allen. Ashley Williams was <laughs> was um, slightly younger and slightly more um, athletic than Wayne Hennessy was obviously a Premier League goalkeeper. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I think that that will make a difference. But if it, if Egypt can defend well, they you know they've got a chance of scoring a goal in the game with with Mo Salah and the team, I suppose. Yeah, and their group is um, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Uruguay. So you'd have to give them a, a good chance of getting out of the group. At yeah, least. absolutely. Yeah, I don't fancy um, any of the other teams. Or I think Egypt will be should should beat those teams. To be honest, um, yeah. Uruguay are a decent team. They have some decent players. Um, they shouldn't be underestimated. Uh, but um, I wouldn't fancy Saudi Arabia. Or, or Russia to get out of the group, despite Russia being at home as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't really seem to have any of the um, attacking players. There's no Andre Arshevin uh, kind of coming through the ranks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the old uh, they had so many good players um, in the in the early two thousands. Um, I think it was maybe was it two thousand six. They they done really well in in uh, in uh, Um. Yeah, they Pavlyshenko, who Spurs ended up signing on the back of that tournament, and yeah, they kind of kind of stole the show because um, no one kind of expected them to be that good. Yeah. But uh, they won, but don't really see many players um, from that team or in the Russian squad at the moment. And obviously, they didn't have to qualify, so they don't really have um, kind of a history of the over the last two years of of qualifying and playing uh, games that actually mean something. So it'll be interesting to see how they. 
kind of take to the home crowd and uh, playing competitive football again for the first time in a while. For yeah, them. I think um, for for the for the media, the uh, the focus on Russia will be on the fans' behaviour opposed to the team's uh, performances. Um, in my in my opinion, anyway, given given what they were like at uh, Euro 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just kind of looking at the top goal scorers, uh, obviously we kind of talked about Neymar um, already, and you know obviously the potential for him being uh, fit for the tournament is kind of critical to Brazil's success. Uh, but who do who do you think is uh, in the middle shot for the Golden Boot Award this this time around? Um, yeah, it, I think that's a difficult one. I think there are so many players. Um, Germany, Thomas Muller. I haven't mentioned Germany as a potential winner. We know Germany yeah. can win it. Um, yeah, Muller has right a fantastic up. international record. Um, mm-hmm. It just seems that when strikers play for Germany, they seem to score. You remember Marisov closer? He he just he yes. never really yeah. done a lot. Well, he, I'm that's, that's harsh on him. He had a very good club career, but when it came to the international level, he just seemed to excel. It was very yeah, strange. Different level. Very strange, and. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. And to- Thomas Muller, as I said, if Spain win it, Diego, you expect Diego Costa to score. Um, you've got Neymar for Brazil. You have um, mm-hmm. Griezmann gets a lot of goals for France. Um, so that, that's a tough one. Um, but I, I'm going to have to back someone. So uh, I'll put my neck on the line again and I'll go. I'm going to go because I backed Spain or, or, uh, or Brazil. I'm going to have to just go for Diego Costa. Good calls. Um, so yeah, I just have the the odds up here again in front of me. So Neymar is um, favorite. Obviously, it's seven to one, so it's absolutely not a um, very very convincing um, favorite position. And then it's Messi, Timo Werner, surprisingly for Germany. Um, not sure if he's going to be starting ahead of Müller or alongside him. Uh, then Harry Kane and Alvaro Morata. Um, so there's, yeah, it's, like you say, it's kind of a harder uh, position to pick because uh, there's so many great players and obviously it's dependent on the, the national team progression as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, we haven't, we haven't really mentioned France. Um, you know, they, they've got a, a very good squad and um, they've done really well. So, um, and, they, and they have good players. So, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't back against them either, to be honest. And uh, as I said, Griezmann gets a lot of goals. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it looks like we've got to finish up here. Uh, we do have contact details or anything. As, as I said, I would like to get some sort of podcast going for during the World